0: I greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I greet all of you. Amen. Amen. I hope you to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Just take your seats. And then let's say, bring them in, bring them in. Brother Yeye and Sister Lucy uh, will just want to have their baby dedicated. Amen. While they sing, bring the scripture for the little ones. Verse 13. Am I audible? Uh, Am I audible? All right. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them, and his disciples rebuked those that brought them. I still wonder why disciples didn't want them, the kids, to be blessed here. And they brought young children. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them, and his disciples rebuked those that brought them. And when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased, and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms and put his hands upon them and blessed them. We still keep up with this uh, approach of blessing them and not of baptizing them. We baptize adults and then we dedicate babies. What is the right age for one to be baptized? Uh, I don't know, but brother, uh, sister Rebecca uh, Smith, who was brother Branham's daughter, he allowed her to be baptized when she was turning between eight and nine. Between between eight and nine. So uh, my advice to you: as soon as they hit seven, start talking to them about what baptism is. Uh, hallelujah. And once you conscientize them, by the time they make a decision, at 8, we baptize. But below that, we don't. Amen. All right. What's the baby's name? Asnat. Asnat. Yes. Chal. Oh, Chala. Isn't the mother Asnat? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Oh, this is Asnat. Asnat. Amen. Let's pray for us not. Gracious Heavenly Father, every good gift comes from you. And this morning, this child is not an exception. And that is why the parents are fated to bring the child to the altar. That as the minister of the gospel, I must lay hands upon the child. Prayer fortifies. Prayer protects. And prayer lingers longer. I believe many years down the line, this prayer will still stand against any demonic attack. Dear God, we take the life of the child and put it under the pillar of fire. And we say instill a sense of wisdom in the parents on how to raise this child that when she cometh of age, She should fear the Lord. I commit her to you and I commit them to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. All right, let's stand to our feet. Next week Sunday, we'll have Brother Pastor Tinashe Mahere here. Amen. How many are looking forward? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. He's always a, a blessing. He's like my younger brother. Amen. Yeah. When he comes here, he, he's not much of a visitor. He preaches what is in his heart. Yeah. Amen. So he's very, very close to me. I love and appreciate him so much. So I'm looking forward as well to be blessed the next Sunday. Amen. Yeah. Bring a bigger cup. Bring a bigger cup. Uh, there is a a game that I played on my family during the week. Uh, I started with my wife. I said, choose any number between zero and thousand. She said 50. Then I said, you are 50 rand will come.
1: <laughs>
0: then I said to my son, choose... Between zero and thousand to a stable. He said seven. I say, You're seven, run to a car. <laughs> then my daughter came, I said, Choose any number between zero and thousand. She said, Zero. I said, You get nothing. <laughs> then we asked the eldest uh, to me, I said, Choose any number between zero and thousand. Say Does it have to do with money? I said, Let's leave the game. <laughs> 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 you get what? You get what? What do you expect? This morning, if you came with bigger expectation, yes. God is going to bless Amen. you. Amen. I say God is going to fill it up to the brim. Amen. Amen. Yeah, even next week, I, I will come with a big container. Amen. He, normally, we normally debate with him. He says, he said, I'm not a singer. And I tell him that I'm a singer. I'll say it when he's here. But I was surprised the other night he phoned me says, he's looking for a tune of a song. I said, oh. from me, a tune of a song. I said, I will take that as a compliment. Amen. <laughs> ah, I won't tell you what I did, but I, he's got a tune. Amen. Ah, I mean, I appreciate the Lord. Amen. Ah, Let's turn. I don't know whether do I have a monitor today? Or what? Oh, all right. Oh, it's not coming from there today. All right. Let's, when they are sweating, is out. Let's, let's, let's read Genesis 24, verse 57. Yes, that's now, now, You know, there is a speaker here that was had a problem we took it for repairs to another white man here in Witbank they looked at the speaker they said it is irreparable and they said they even phone germany ah this thing it can't be fixed rashilu took it and fixed it ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man I tell you, what we were trying even in Germany while there is a brother here. Amen. <laughs> I still need to go to that. It's fixed. How? I don't know, but it's fixed. Genesis 24, verse 57, it reads in this manner. Are you going to read it with me? I'm going to preach on a pronounced blessing. A pronounced blessing. That's what I want to speak about this morning. Once it is pronounced, it can never be reversed. Once it is pronounced, it can never be reversed. Genesis 24 verse 57. And they said... We will call the the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And And they called Rebekah and and said unto her, her, Will thou go with this man? man? And And she said, I will go. You see, not maybe, maybe let me think about it, I will go. Amen. It reminds me when we were asked, can we go with this Malachi 4 to lead us to Isaac? We said, we will go. Amen. And even many years later, we said, we will go. Amen. And they sent away Rebekah, their sister. And nurse, and, and, and Abraham's servant. And his, and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and, blessed Rebecca and, said, unto her, and said unto her, Thou art our sister, thou art our sister. Be, thou of of be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of those which hate them. It was a blessing pronounced by the relatives of Rebekah upon Rebekah, be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy city possess the gate of those which hate them. This morning I'm going to minister to the daughters and sons of Rebekah. And this was said, not only was said to her, but I see the effect of this here this morning many, many years later. Shall we bow our heads and pray? Heavenly Father, first and foremost, we appreciate you. And we are not ashamed to declare our love to you. There is no God like
1: you.
0: I'll repeat that, and that the devil must hear There is no God like you You are a loving God You are a kind God You are a redeeming God You are a delivering God You are a saving God You are a miracle worker You are our all in all When we have you, we lack nothing we may look like we lack, but we don't lack because we have you, and you are our everything. When we have you on our side, doors will open, And because whatever you open shall be open, and wherever you shut, you shall shut. And dear God, I pray, even before I get into my sermon, I pronounce a blessing upon this congregation. Amen. I pronounce a blessing upon men and women who are here. Yes. I pronounce blessings upon their families. Yes. I pronounce blessings upon their children. Yes. May you bless their ways. May you bless their going in and their going out. Yes. You are capable of doing that. I've seen you do that for many years. Amen. Dear God, we are ready to the scripture, anointed the scripture. Anoint the lips of the speaker, mortal as they are. And Lord, anoint the ears of the hearers. But Lord, above everything, may the word find a dwelling place in our heart. Satan, you are a liar. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, we commit this service to you, God. Amen. Amen. God bless you richly. As you take the comfort of your seats, Amen. God bless you. Now, let's just kick start with what the prophet spoke about in the message: the enticing spirits the message the enticing spirits amen paragraph 68 i'm going to just read this with me i won't make you read everything but this one let's read it you can bless what god has cast you can Neither can the devil curse what God has blessed. blessed. Do you believe this? It's an individual affair. affair. No matter how poor or how stupid, how how stupid, how how unlearned, how uneducated, what God has blessed is blessed. What God has cast is cast. Know to, right no to differentiate what is right and what is wrong. Do you believe this quotation? It simply means. What was declared upon Rebecca could never be reversed. No matter how uneducated, how learned, how foolish, how poor her seat was going to be, but it was blessed. And what God has cursed is cursed. And don't bless what God has cast, It will never be blessed. And don't cast what God has blessed because it will never be cast. Are you with me this morning? Now, I'm not somebody that believes that God just provides things and gives you and say, I'm, I've blessed you. No matter how you live, you are blessed. No, there is expectations. There is expectations. The prophet of God says, if you give me the volume on my monitor so that I must not stress my voice. The prophet of God says in the message Gabriel's instructions to Daniel, he says, <clears throat> excuse me, is the way it was in Egypt. And God never did deal with Israel Till she came to her homeland. God did never dealt with Israel until she came to Amen. a homeland. And the prophet says, He says, Hear me, hear me, thou saith the Lord. God will not deal with his church. Till his church she comes back to God, if God never dealt with Israel outside the homeland God will not deal with the church when it is outside its own homeland and it says and it tells you what is the homeland what is the homeland based on what you see there Uh, so the message of the hour is not a bunch of someone it is a homeland And once you are in the homeland, God can deal with you. But when you are outside the homeland, God cannot deal with you. And when you are in the homeland, you are blessed. And when you leave the homeland, you attract the curses. It's not a a fear-mongering sermon. I'm saying it for what it is. When you step out of God's boundaries, you attract curses. And when you operate within God's parameters, you attract the blessings. Amen. And He says, Come back to the original. And that's my Solomon warning this morning. Come back to, to the original. Now, if you want to be reminded of your blessings, you check them in the Bible, you check them in the message. But I was attracted to, to this prayer by Brother Brennan. And maybe you may find it to be such a a blessing, the remark that he made. In the message, the dedication of building to the Lord, uh, verse 52. It says, God, let it be again. Let it come again to this little tabernacle. We walk through the blood or under the blood of the Lord Jesus confessing our sins and be filled with his spirit and come here. And you people this morning should just be as glad and happy of this little tabernacle as Israel was of theirs. Are you here this morning? It says, come under the same order as they come and happiness will come to your heart. I've moved on, Brother Lucky. If you are with me, come under the same order as they come and happiness will come to your heart. Bear in your mind that you will never condemn any man that's born of the spirit and that you will have a fellowship with all his servants, with all of his people. May this stand as an interdenominational institution. May this stand to a place as a wayfaring may come by. May this be a place, this house, by the side of the road. May it be a place where the pilgrim, the wayfaring man, can find rest as he enters its doors. May its pastor live to see the coming of the Lord, I receive that. I receive that if you miss that. May the congregation grow and prosper in all that you do. Amen. I hope you see your party there. Amen. May the congregate may it, may the congregation grow and prosper in all that you do. Amen. Not just for church, in all that you do. May God's blessings rest upon it. And he who made me a minister by his grace, I pronounce this blessing to this little church. As long in promise as it will stay under the order of God, it shall remain. But if it gets out of the order of God, anything can happen to it. Are you still with me? Brother Brenham is giving you a picture. He's pronouncing a blessing. And you know, when you listen to the tape, whatever you listen to the tape, say it's mine. Amen. If I see something that the prophet messenger speaks off on the phone on the on the tape, I raise my hand and say, Lord, here you are speaking to me. Amen. Lord, here you are pronouncing my blessing. Amen. And when I saw this, I thought I must read it to you so that it must as well apply to you. Amen that whatever you do, may God make it to prosper. It's not Brother Maribas saying that, but thou says the prophet, and it's set on the tape, and it's God saying that. Are you still with me this morning? Now, I don't know, there was a boy many years back, I was at a wedding in one of the villages in Limpopo, and... I spoke to a young boy He was a very young boy. Then I asked him, I said, uh, young man, what's your name? And he said, my name, and he spoke in speed, my name is Mulai, meaning a murderer. I asked again, I said, is that your name? He said, that's my name. And he was amazed that I'm amazed that, I'm amazed at his name, because to him, it was, more, it was more usual. And I, I, I really lost my sense of balance because I couldn't make it out. I couldn't understand at all why, why would the parents decide to name their child a murderer. And I guess if I was to have an audience with the parents, they would tell me that, look, he's named after his grandfather. And if I was to go to the grandparents of the grandfather, they would say, uh, it's a name that has been going through the family. My question would be, how how do you decide to receive a bundle of joy and name your child a murderer and you succumb to the pressure of traditions? Uh, I refuse that. I, I refuse that. A, a name, and we are going to get into it. A name has got a, a bearing on your character. Uh, maybe it's a, a, a something that I never told you. My name is William Victor, uh, but the name Victor is a it's in replacement of another name. It's not Mulai. <laughs> now, <clears throat> I'm na- they wanted to name me after my grandfather. My grandfather. Is Malosi, is, is Ndevele, Malosi, Victor, slang. So they gave me uh, Victor, Malosi, Tsanga. I didn't like Malosi, so I replaced Malosi with Vitumelo, then I put Victor there as well. I are, are with me. Yes. But now, what is Malosi? I'm getting a Malosi, it means a shepherd. I are, are with me. Yes. But uh, I I didn't plan that I will have a name and be a shepherd. That's why I removed it, but God said, you will be a shepherd. I'm talking about naming, uh, and maybe while I'm here, if you have a name that you know does not feel right, and I say this often, and people don't take it seriously. If you've got a name, no matter how old you are, and that name you see that this name is problematic. Change it. It only takes 150 rands to drop that name and put a good one at home, my face. And come to church and say, from now on, I'm no longer this, I'm this, and we'll respect that. Uh, are you with me? Amen. Now, Brother Bum says, and I'm, I'm talking about pronouncing a blessing because... When you name your child, you are pronouncing a blessing. Are you with me? In the midst of the voice of God in this last day, paragraph five, zero, he says, now we find out that they set the pace. They set the pace. And did you ever notice our young boys has become Ricky and Elvis? You got a child named that. Change it right quick. Change it. Right, quick. Call him number one or two or something. This boy that said his name is a murderer wouldn't have been better if the parents just said, you're one. (laughs) Uh, Or you're two. Uh, Are you with me? It's, it's, it, being called one is less harmful than being called a medara or being called Ricky or Elvis. Don't, don't, that's, that's horrible. You say, what difference does the name mean? Why? Sure, it means something. Your name characterizes your life. Your name And you can't live higher than your name. Your name has got an influence upon your life. (laughs) Are you here this morning, church? Uh, Why? I know some in their mind, they have mind battles because they've been named after Ugogo, and they think if you don't carry the name, it's disrespectful. I'd 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 rather be deemed disrespectful than to carry family curses through a name. Are you with me, amen. my children? None of them are named after anyone. Amen. Or if they make mistakes, it's their own mistakes. There is no spirit lingering behind the name. Amen. Their names are as they are. They are not named after anyone. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? Now he says, he carries on in the same message, the voice of God in this last day, and you you'll see where I'm going. He says, now, brother Brenham. You are now on numerology. That means when you call your name one or two. (laughs) He says, no, I'm not. I am on thou, saith the Lord. Why was it when Jacob, the name Jacob has got an influence. Why was it when Jacob, he lived to his name as a deceiver, supplanter, Jacob? And when God changed him, he changed his name. God changed Saul to Paul. Simon to Peter. Certainly it has. And Ricky and Elvis and such names as that is the modern American name which throws a child automatically right into it. So While the child is still a baby, the name that you give your child may throw your child automatically into something. That's why when believers name children and give their children names, there is intentionality behind it because they want their children to take a certain trajectory. Are you with me this morning? Now, there are times when a name may match even an occupation of a person. And there is an English way to they, they call it an aptrony, aptronym. An aptronym is a name that matches the occupation or character of its owner. Uh, uh, I can imagine if this boy, they call him a murderer, and later on he become what we call an executioner meaning if your committed crime is the one that takes you to the gallows, that means the name will match his occupation. Uh, I, I'm trying to show you the sensitivity and the gravity that your name carries. Are, are you with me? Yes. Uh, I, I, and I cannot overemphasize, if you don't like how you are called and you don't like the name, change that name. Are, are, you, are you with me? I hope we are together. Now, I want to speak about a pronounced blessing. Do you believe that when you name your children names, you are pronouncing blessings upon them? Uh, Some names, uh, you get a a child, they say, the child is Masitlapilu. I don't know whether you even know in English, meaning miserable. I mean, now you expect a child to live a blessed life when you have called them miserable. Change that name. And if you are, even if you are an adult, change that name. A name has got a bearing on your character. Now, let's come to where Brother Brennan was speaking about Brother Grant. In the message "Perseverant," Perseverance, he says, as Brother Grant said not long ago over in Texas, I was having a service with him, and he said, Brother Brenham, I like that idea. He said, you know, it reminds me of a guy. Some neighbors, they all got them some ducks. And each one of them in a little puddle in the backyard and put a fence around it. So it's the dogs. One is this side and the other one is this side. They've put a puddle in the, in, the, in the backyard. So there is a, a fence dividing the dogs. Then he said, and each put them in a little puddle in the backyard and put a fence around it. He said, well, you know, it got to raining and raining. So I don't know if you've got a mental picture of it. I've got a T-shirt that they gave me in Trinidad that has got this depicted on the T-shirt. It's a fence in between ducks this side and the ducks this side. They cannot come together because there is a fence in between. But then it started raining. It started raining. And it got to, to raining and raining. And you know, slow, how, so he say, you know how slow brother Grant can talk. And said, the puddle kept on rising in each yard. So that means this, this uh, puddle, it will be where you have just put uh, water for the ducks to play around. So as it rains, the water are rising, meaning the puddle is rising. Are you with me? And the puddle, the puddle kept rising in each yard until it got so high it got above the fence. Uh, there's somewhere where it's going. And said, the, the ducks just swam all around. They wasn't fenced off no more. I don't know whether are you, you get the, the, the mental picture. It's like you are here in this church. We say you cannot have anything to do with another church. And that minister says you cannot have anything to do with that church. But God keeps on raining and raining and rising the darks. And all of a sudden, the puddle is now above the fence that was built by human beings. And we are now able to go across the fence to have fellowship one for another. Do you get what he's saying? It says the dark swam all around it. There wasn't fenced off no more. So I think if we can just let the tide of God's blessings rise and rise, you see, until we'll, have, we'll, we'll all be in the same pond or the same lake. After all, we are the little creeds and things that separate us. But being children of God... We are all under one family, that's God. So over the process of time, because I'm going to speak on pronounced blessing, and I've spoken about the homeland, a lot of times the devil wants to bring divisions in the message, along doctrinal lines, along the interpretation or misinterpretation. But it says God will keep on reigning, blessing and blessing, until the puddle keeps on rising and rising, and until we gravitate above the fences that were built by differences. Are you still with me? Because we are one, but one family. I hope we are together. Now, in the message, Romans 9, verse 10, just to take it right from the beginning. Romans 9, 10, it says, and maybe you may read after me, and not only this. But when Rebecca also had conceived by one, one, even by our father Isaac, Isaac, for the children being not yet born, born, neither neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand. Not of, works, Not of works, but of him that calleth. Him that calleth. It, was her, it was said unto her, The elder shall save the younger. The save the younger. And, as written, and as it is written, Jacob have I loved, Jacob have I loved. and Esau have I hated. What shall, what shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Is there unrighteousness with God? God, forbid. God forbid. Because now along the laws of fairness, you begin to say, why would God say, I hate this one and I love this one, and yet they are not yet being born? Now it is done to prove, because based on full knowledge, God can predestinate. So it means... Jacob, before he was born, there was a blessing upon his life. Are you still with me? Even before the conception could take place, there was a blessing upon the life of Jacob. And before Jeremiah was born, there was a blessing upon the life of Jeremiah. Because God said, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I chose thee to be a prophet. Circumstances didn't make Jeremiah to be a prophet, but foreordination made Jeremiah to be a prophet. I'm giving example with Jeremiah, I'm giving example with Jacob, but it applies to you as well. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, God knew about you. Hallelujah. Not only knew about it, but he sets you on a certain path and knew that when you were born, you're going to be born in this family, and you're going to take this direction. And let me tell you something. If God designed it that way, no man shall stop it. Even myself as a pastor, can never reverse your blessing. If they were pronounced by God even before you were born, those blessings shall be there. Are you still with me here? And I am cognizant this morning. And remember, when you meet people, you don't know where they come from. And when you meet the people, you don't know who forms part of their lineage. I believe some of you, we just see you, but we don't know the prayer of your grandfather in your lineage. We don't don't know what your grandfather said, inspired by God, many years ago in your life. Are you still with me? I hope we are together here. The world is not just against you, but they are against everything that you represent. And everything that you represent shall back you up. Amen. Are you still here, people? Some of you, your mothers are long gone, but that prayer of the mother, I've said it many times, it is lingering on. Amen. She did not by the time she died, she did not know what a boardroom looked like. But her prayer today can invade a boardroom in your workspace. Because there was a mother that prayed and said, This is my son, this is my daughter, I may not be around, but Lord, I pronounce blessings upon their life. Are you here, church? Are you here this morning? He says to Peter, the devil wanted to sift you like wheat. But don't worry, Peter, I have prayed for you already. And this morning I said, some of you, you have been prayed for already. It doesn't matter whether you're going to meet Goliath. It doesn't matter whether you're going to meet a bear or a lion. But there is a blessing pronounced upon your life. You, Rebecca, thou art our sister. Be thou the mother of thousands of millions. This was uttered by the relatives of Rebecca. And Rebecca, I don't believe that she understood the gravity of that statement. And she died and went away. But every battle that Israel fought throughout the entire Bible history and every battle that, over, that they overcame can be traced back to what the relatives of Rebecca said. Amen. Possess the gates of thy enemies. Amen. And this morning I say, I'm, I'm, I'm addressing the daughters and sons of Rebekah. And I can say one more time, go and possess the gates of your enemies. Amen. There's going to be challenges there's gonna be obstacles but hear me and hear me well don't look at the challenges don't look at the obstacles remember the blessing that has been bestowed upon your life you march forward and go and possess the gates of your enemies and i had much better say you will never be defeated you keep on walking on that path and keep on professing on that path. And keep on possessing on that path. And wherever your footsteps shall be, it shall mean possession. Amen. Are you here this morning? Amen. It's not Brother Mary pronouncing that blessing. It's the God himself that pronounced that blessing. Amen. Look folks, throughout the seven church ages or throughout the entire history of time, God knew that you were going to come. And he was watching for your seed. Moving from generation to generation. He was watching that seed. And he was preserving that seed. And you were not conscious that you were there. But you were there. Moving from until you were born today. You want to tell me that God can fail to protect you today? I beg to differ. I say I beg to differ. God will protect you. The The day came. When David was out in the bush, and a lion came from nowhere, and he was no match against that lion, but that lion did not know what was said about David, let thy seed possess the gates of its enemies. And David stood up there, and he ripped apart the lion, it was not his strength. It was not his mighty. It was not his experience. It was because a blessing was pronounced upon his life even before he was born. A bear came. Again, the blessing is not situational. The blessing is not circumstantial. The blessing is not time-bound. It penetrates time, it penetrates background, it penetrates everywhere. When that bear came, he destroyed the bear. And David began to realize, something is working in my life. And I said, what was working? The words that were said to Rebecca were now being fulfilled in the life of David. And somebody this morning by grace, there will be words that will be fulfilled in your life. They will look at you and say you are a fool. They will look at you, you are inexperienced. They will look at you, learned, They will look at you, you, are poor. But they don't know what was said about you. I say, they don't know what was said about you. Don't look at the current reality. You look at the current reality, it will discourage you. But look at what God said about you. And I said there is a blessing that was pronounced upon your life. Are you still with me here? Yeah. Then the time came for David to confront Goliath. He was not even part of the military assignment. He was sent there as an errand boy. But when he got to there, he found the whole Israel. It was there, very afraid. But he said, what is that man talking about? David said, don't get involved, young man. You're going to get yourself into trouble. But you know there was something that was pushing David. And David said, I might be the right man for the right moment. Today they may say he might have had a, what we call it, an imposter syndrome. They might have said, but you don't look here. You don't belong here. You're not part of the script. And God likes to use the people that are not part of the script. People, God likes to use the people that are nobodies. They're downtrodden. They're rejected. They're despised. They're undermined. That's where God comes. And he looks through the dust and he, hallelujah. hallelujah, he removes the dust and says, this is my man. This is my woman. I'm going to show that I'm God through their life. They don't know anything. They're not experiencing anything. But I'm going to elevate them. And this morning I said, God, elevate men and women. Elevate them above their environment. Elevate them above their circumstances. It doesn't matter what they've been through. It doesn't matter how they are. Show that you are a God in their life. Show that you can make a pronouncement upon their life. Are you here? You say, I'm inadequate. You are the right person. You say, I'm sick. You are the right person. You say I'm broken, you are the right person. You say I'm rejected, you are the right person. However way you put it, you are the right person. And just surrender and say, God, use me. I give myself to you. Use me however way you want to use me. Show that you can do the paradoxical. And God will do the paradoxical. Oh, Lord, help me this morning that somebody by grace can listen to what I'm saying. And can respond and say, oh God, he's speaking about me right there. He's not speaking about my neighbor. He's speaking about me right there. And I'm available, God. I'm available, God. Take my life and make use of something about my life. And people will look at you and say, he was an orphan. She was an orphan, but I don't know what was behind you. You are poor, but they don't know what was behind you. Oh, brother, powered by Jesus. Powered by heaven. Powered by Melchizedek. Powered by the Creator. Hallelujah. You are not just ordinary. I say you are not just ordinary. You are powered by the Almighty God. May God elevate you. May God elevate you. May He elevate you above your thoughts. May He elevate you above your criticism. May God elevate you this morning above everything. May He elevate you. I say, may He elevate you. And by grace, and by grace, may you be elevated. Somebody say amen to that. Say, Brother Madiba, you are speaking about me. I believe what you are saying. And things will never be the same. Some of you, you are bound. But you are bound in the mind. But under the authority of the word of God, I'm cutting the cord. To set you free, I am breaking the bondage. To set you free. So like an uh, an eagle. So like an eagle. Flip your wings. Your wings are there. Flip your wings. Blessings are pronounced upon you. I said blessings are pronounced upon you. You're going to defy the deathbed. You're gonna defy the hospital bed. You're gonna defy the sickness. You're gonna defy the enemy. You're gonna defy everything. Go and possess the guilt of your enemies. Go and possess the guilt of your enemies. Satan give way house of hell give way this is the church of the living God blessings are pronounced upon their lives you will prosper I say you will prosper you will prosper it may it may not look like it but you will
2: prosper go forward Hallelujah! You are anointed for this
0: hour! I say you are anointed for this hour! You are the right man, you are the right woman for this season! And no demon will stop you! Some of you are unstoppable! I say you are unstoppable! The devil tried this, the devil tried that, but we keep on moving forward! Praise be to God! Move forward! Take the enemy! Subdue the enemy! Are you here this morning? Are you here this morning? I wish God can give me time! to preach about you as an individual yes. and say, Rashid, do you remember where you come from? Do you remember what you face? Look at you now. Tom, do you remember where you come from? Look at you where you are. I can go sit by seat. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let the seat possess Amen. the gates of his enemies. Here is the seat. this morning. Are you with me? You're not what the eye can see. You're more than what the eye can see. You are more than what the eye can see. There is a genetic code in you. Are you with me? And you do not know anything special to deserve what you do have. Or who you are, or where you are going, or the blessing that you are attracting. I will have mercy. To whom I will have mercy. And I'll have compassion. To whom I'll have a compassion. Unmerited. But God said, that's my man. And the devil said, look at them. You know what they're going to do? The devil, God said, I don't care. That's my man. That's my woman. I'm going to work through them. I'm going to do things through them. I don't need your consultation, devil. I'm going to do it. And God never denied a consultation that he doesn't need it now. He's going to do it through your life. He's, he's going to turn around you alive Amen. It's a mess It may be a mess But he's got the, the power of transformation yes. He changed the garden of Eden That was without form That was void That was dark Into a sublime place A garden of Eden Your life may be without form Your life may be
2: void Your life may be dark But let there be light Amen. Not there now Let there be light in your life right now, let there be light. Yeah. May there be a transformation right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you here, church? Yeah.
0: And now, a messy less life turns into the garden of Eden. Say, that's, that's, that's him. Look at him. Amen. Amen. Folks, we've got a birthright. We've got a birthright. A birthright creates an entitlement. Your children have got a right to start dividing what they're going to get out of you while you are still alive. That car will suit me. That will be mine. Because why? They've got a birthright. Are you with me? But another child in the street can look at you and say, that coward, no, that's a thief. uh, Because when you get something that you're not entitled to, you are a thief. But when you get something that you're entitled to, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. blessing. Let's come. The message hearing... Recognizing and acting on the word of God, paragraph 41, he says, Jacob, the reason that he chose to find that birthright, remember, maybe to give you an illustration, later on we find out that there was Jacob and there was Esau, and Esau is one person that was quite nonchalant about things, very casual." says to his brother, birthright, didn't take it seriously. But until Jacob connived with his mother, the son, you're the second born, but you're going to get the birthright. And Esau was told by his father Isaac that he needed a game and went out to go and hunt. Meanwhile, while he was gone, they slaughtered a goat. And prepared in such a manner that it became such a, a very delicious relish. You know, sometimes I realize when you say you don't eat something, it's because you don't know how it tastes. I was in Malawi. They, they brought a buffet of food. The brothers there went to Doctor Adi's house. Then they laid the meal, and they announced that, "Oh, there's the chicken." Uh, there is the, is the, the mentioned uh, a goat. So as soon as they said the goat, I, I forgot about everything. I targeted that I must avoid that goat. And I looked at something, I uh, dished out, it tasted very well, and I was enjoying the beef. And I enjoyed the beef, I even put more, enjoyed the beef. I've been put more. They enjoyed the beef. Later on, they say, you like that goat as well? Because <laughs> it's a different recipe. I'm saying, oh, Lord. <laughs> I just told myself I don't eat the goat, but I just enjoyed it. And my mother I say, mind, it is still a beef. <laughs> I, I, are you with me? Okay. So they slaughtered the goats and brought it to him and he ate and enjoyed himself Isaac and enjoyed and after a while he called the boy because it was a time for a blessing and when he called the boy then he felt him and Jacob was hairy was it Esau that was hairy Esau was the one that was hairy he felt that ah no but this one are you not Jacob Then he imitated the voice of Esau. And later the father pronounced a blessing upon him. When Esau came back with the game and wanted to prepare for the father, he realized that the blessing had already been bestowed upon Jacob. And he wanted to bring a mitigating factor that look, it was a wrong candidate for a blessing. And Isaac said, I've already bestowed a blessing. I cannot take it away. I cannot? In Genesis 27, I'll come back to that quotation, my brother. Genesis 27, verse 39. It says, And Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, Thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth, and of the dew of heaven from above. And by thy sword shall thou live, and shall serve thy brother. It's telling Esau, and it shall come to pass that thou shall have the dominion, that thou shall break his yoke from off thy neck. And Esau from that time hated Jacob, because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, the days of mourning for my father at hand, then will I slay my brother Jacob. Hated him because of that blessing. Hunted him because of that blessing. Wanted to kill him because of that blessing. But that blessing could not be reversed. It was already bestowed upon Jacob even though wrongfully so, but it was bestowed upon him. Even though David was uh, uh, Jacob was a deceiver, but that blessing was bestowed. Are you still with me? Now, then later you'll find out that nothing became much of even the lineage of Esau, hallelujah, which was Edom. In Malachi 4, 1, verse 3 to 5, my brother, let's just check. The lineage of Esau says, And I hated Esau and laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Whereas Edom saith, We are impoverished, but we will return and build the desolate places. Thou saith the Lord of hosts, They shall build but I will throw down. They shall call them the border of wickedness and the people against whom the Lord and the borderness of weakness and the people against whom the Lord has indignation forever. And your eyes shall see and ye shall see the Lord will be magnified from the border of Israel. Because of that blessing, the Edomites, God dealt with them until to their final destruction, but he blessed Israel. Hallelujah, who was the part of the lineage of Jacob. I hope we are together. Now he says in in this message, message that I just passed, that quotation, let's go back to it, brother, of the birthright. He says, Jacob, the reason that he chose to find that birthright, regardless, he wanted to get it. Because that he knew that birthright held the blessings, a birthright goes with blessings, it held life. He didn't care how it came, just so he got it. That was the main thing. What plane it came on, it didn't matter. He wanted it, he must have it, and he got it. Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be. He was on his road, he was after it, and he received it. The beauty about it, sometimes we say, a blessing is pronounced upon your life, then you say, Lord, I receive. But sometimes it involves fighting for it. Because the devil is going to occupy that territory, the devil is going to put some blockages, the devil is going to put some obstacles, the devil is going to put some thorns. but it needs a believer that is determined that will say, that's my birthright. Yes. That's what I'm entitled to. And devil, you cannot stop me from accessing it. Yes. If it mustn't be fought for, everybody can get it. Yes. But in order for you to get it, you've got to fight. Yes. Why are you fighting? Why will God allow us to fight for things that we can readily get? Yes. It's because character is not a gift. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Character is victory. There is a point where you are and the point where you need to be. God can overnight move you from here to there. But if you move from here to there, you will be there without character. And power without character is demonic. So God allows you to go through the challenges, the blockages, the rejection, the despising, so that by the time you get there, you don't say, I'm here because you know who I am. I'm here by grace. I hope we are together. I want us to go into the Bible. We're going to read. And check. Before Isaac passed on, he had to come, or before Jacob passed on, he had to bless Israel. Israel, in a sense, he had to call his children and bless them. But remember another thing. Jacob wanted to marry Rachel, but ended up with Leah. Unknowingly. Because why? He was tricked by the uncle, ne? Laban The uncle knew that he loved Rachel not Leah but he set him up He only discovered on the wedding night the uh uh-uh, wrong wife You see him what's up hey hmm? he discovered on the wedding night Are you, are you with me then what happened today? Later, he realized that it was not Rachel, it's Leah. Then he had to work another seven years. He had worked seven years, now he was working for another seven years. Yeah. Then he ended up with Leah, Rachel and Leah. Yeah. Then, from Leah's side, the firstborn from Leah's side, it was Reuben. And from Rachel's side, it was Joseph. Are you with me? But we're going to check when he pronounces blessings upon them, what happens there. Being the eldest doesn't always guarantee your sport. There's got to be character. You don't just come into the position, but have the character for the position. Are you with me? If you get into that position without character, God will destroy you. Amen. Uh, are you with me here? Amen. God is not a respecter of any person. Yes. But I want you to see when they were brought before him. In Genesis 49, brother, right from the beginning, we're going to just go through into that scripture before I send you home. Nope. I need to start from the beginning. Disregard my slides. And go to verse 1. 49 from verse 1. Do we have it? Maybe while before we read it. Joseph brought Manasseh and Ephraim before his father to bless them. Manasseh was the eldest, and Ephraim was the youngest. And the birthright always goes for the eldest. But uh, when you begin to read the scripture, you always realize, no one of God says, my ways are not like your ways. Yeah. Often the eldest, naturally, is the second, Spiritually. I, with, I don't know whether you with me. Amen. Cain was the eldest, but in God's economy, Abel was the eldest. Amen. Manasseh was the eldest, but in God's economy, Ephraim was the eldest. Amen. Reuben was the eldest, but in God's economy, Joseph was the eldest. Amen. We're going to look into this. So they brought Manasseh and they brought Ephraim before him. It was Joseph that brought them. And when the old man brought they put them before him, Manaz was on the right hand side, Ephraim was on the left hand side, because the expectation was that he was going to lay hands upon them, and the right hand will be upon the eldest, and the right hand is the one because it means authority. Is the one that will transfer power of authority upon the eldest. So he brought them in that manner because it was human protocol. Yes, but while they were before him in that manner, then Joseph—it was Jacob did something that Joseph did not expect. Yeah. He crossed his arms, yeah. making the elders the youngest, and the youngest the eldest, yeah. and they blessed him by past Manasseh and went to Ephraim. Yes. Yes. And thereafter, Jacob, Joseph said, Oh, dad, you did it wrong. He said, it's already done. Yeah. Once a blessing goes out, it can never be reversed. Yeah. Does it make sense, folks? Yeah. That's why. I can't decide that I don't like Rashid. God will not bless him. God doesn't work like that. Or I love Tom, you know, Tom, I love you as a pastor. God will bless no. God's blessings are sovereign. Yes. He blesses whom he wants to bless. Hallelujah. Yes. He has got a compassion to whom he wants to have compassion. He has got mercy to whom he wants to have mercy. You can't dictate to God. What am I saying? No one can hate you enough to rob you of your blessings. And that's why, here I want to encourage you believers, we don't believe in the new age movement. New age is where you say, I've got haters. You as a believer, you must have haters. You must have. And you see the Bible says he laid the table before? He can't lay the table before there are enemies. Who must have enemies? You must have enemies. I hope we are together here. You, you will never not have enemies. Even if you sleep on the floor flat, somebody will complain that you are not flat
1: enough.
0: Are you with me? You're not ice cream, you're not money. It's only money that everybody loves it. But you as a person, people, some people will hate you, some will love you. It's the nature of life. You focus on the Lord. Are you with me? Now let's come to this. Genesis 49, verse 1. And Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. In there? You see, a blessing is generational. It's them, but he knew that he was not making pronouncements upon them as individuals, but upon their tribes. And sometimes, some of you, you are where you are because your parents made the right decisions. Even if they were not in the message, they may have made decisions. That God loves. You know that you can make a certain decision that it can make God feel so good that this blessing will be upon you and upon your children and upon your grandchildren. What did not happen with Levi? When God impressed when Abraham impressed Melchizedek. I hope we are together. Genesis 49, verse 1. Oh, verse 2 rather. Gather yourselves together. And hear ye he sons of Jacob, and hearken unto Israel your father. Reuben, this is the eldest. Listen to what he said to Reuben. Reuben, thou art my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, and the excellency of dignity, and the excellency of power. Do you see the description? Carry huh? on. Unstable as water. Thou shalt not excess. Because thou wentest up to thy father's bed. Then defilest thou it. He went up to my couch. Reuben had an affair with his father's concubine. He disrespected his father and that made him to lose a position in the family based on a character flaw. Yeah. Do you hear how he explained? Let's go. back three. Thou art my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellence of dignity, and the excellence of... Isn't these this are wonderful adjectives that one can use on an individual. Yeah. This is what roommate could have become had he not had a character flow. Yeah. Hey. There are certain things that you can become hey. and you may fail because of lack of diligence. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Amen. I was thinking, I came into this message, but I came across the message when I was only between eight and nine years of age. And I came into the message, I must have been baptized when I was 12, 18. I started preaching this message from 40, and now I'm a, I'm a middle aged man. Imagine, towards the end, towards the finishing line, if my life could be characterized unfaithful, insincere, and poor discipline after all this yes it would not matter when I came into the message it would not matter when I started preaching I'm saying that to challenge you what do you want to be said about you towards the finishing line it doesn't matter what was said before what matters is how you finish Reuben. Reuben's conduct flipped the picture. Then he lost the prominence in the family. Verse 4. Unstable as water. He was inconsistent. Thou shalt not excel. Imagine your father telling you thou shalt not accept. Because there is always a reason. This is what you did. Okay. I want to demonstrate something. The Bible says, respect your mother and father so that your days can be prolonged. A lot of times we want, you know there are kids that always want to check what are the mistakes of my mother and father to justify why I must disrespect them? Jacob was wrong to have a concubine. Was wrong to have a
1: concubine.
0: I'm speaking about the original person. He that made them in the beginning made them male and female. But Reuben thought if Papa can have this concubine, even me, I can have the concubine. Two wrongs don't make right. Then he lost. Here's a principle. You have a soul. You are eternity bound. You've got a responsibility for your soul. At, no, at judgment, you can't say, you know, See, now we could have made it, but you know, brother Swain, no. The bug stops with you. He lost the birthright, he lost the prominence in the family. Let's go to verse 5. Simeon and Levi are brethren, instruments of cruelty are in the habitations. Even to this day, Simeon's lineage was obliterated. Levi did not have what you call the territory. Other tribes were given the territory, but they were not given the territory. And they served the whole nation. Am I reading the Bible? Six. Oh, my soul, come not thou into thy secret, into thy secret, Unto thy assembly, mine honor. Be not thou united, for in their anger they slew a man. And in their self-will they dig down a wall. wall. Seven. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce. And their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob, in Israel. And scatter them in Israel. They shall not have a territory. They shall not have a land. You'll find them there in Manasseh. Because they will serve the whole nation. Why? Because of their anger. Verse 8. Judah. Thou art. He whom thy brethren. Shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. He is bestowing kingship upon Judah. And everyone that came from the lineage of Judah, David, all of them, they conquered. They were kings, they were princes. Verse 9 Judah is a lion's well. From the prey, my son, thou art gone up, he stooped down and couched as a lion, and as an old lion, who shall raise up him up? Verse 10. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet. Until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. He is now pronouncing that even the Messiah shall come from the lineage of Judah. Based on Judah's character. Are you with me, brethren? When you go and check in the lineage of Simeon, or even of Reuben, rather, there's never been a king, there's never been a lawgiver, there's never been a prophet, there's never been a prince that came from that lineage. But from the lineage of Judah came kings. 11. Binding his fall unto the vine and his eyes called unto the choice vine, he washed his garments in the wine and his clothes in the blood of grapes. 12. His eyes shall be red with wine and his teeth white with milk. Prosperity. Zibion shall dwell at the haven of the sea; he shall be for an haven of ships, and he shall border, and his border shall be unto Zebulon. You take the marine economy. Issachar is as strong as couching down between two barons, Fifteen, and he saw that rest was good, and the land that it was pleasant and bowed his shoulder to bear, and became a servant unto tribute. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Judges shall come from the lineage of Dan. Dan shall be serpent, by the way, be his wise serpent, and Ada in the path, and that biteth the horse heels, so that he will, his rider shall fall backward. I've waited for the salvation, O oh Lord. God, a troop, shall overcome him, but he shall overcome at last. Yeah. So that means God and his lineage, even they are involved in the battle and they are overcome. They must remember, but the blessing says, when all is said and done, <laughs> we will overcome. Yeah. They can believe, Brother Muffakas' message, it's not over until God says it's over. Yeah. 20. Out of Asha his bread shall be fat and it shall yield royal dentists. 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 I even think of a dentist. Verse 21. Naphtali is a him let loose. He giveth goodly ways. Wisdom is upon Naphtali. Verse 22. Listen to Joseph now. Remember, Reuben lost the position. He was the first born from uh, Leah's side, but Joseph is the first born from Rachel's side. And now, look at the blessings that are being bestowed upon Joseph. Joseph is a fruitful bow, even a fruitful bow by a well, whose branches run over the well, the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him, and shot at him, and hated him. But his bow abode in strength. Yes. And the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. Amen. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Even by the, far, by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven, above blessings of the deep that lies under, blessings of the breath and of the womb. The blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting youth, They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren, his character during the time when he was hated by the brethren is what makes him to rise to prominence. That's why as a believer, never revenge for yourself. visions of the Lord. In your revenging, you can end up in error. 27. Benjamin shall raven as a wolf in the morning he shall devour the prey, and at night he shall divide the spoil. All of these are the twelve tribes of Israel. And this is it, that their father spake unto them and blessed them. And everyone, according to his blessing, he blessed them. Amen. It didn't only apply to them, it applied even to those that came after them based on what their father said, Joseph, wherever he went, he prospered. Judah, wherever he went, he ruled. Naphtali, wherever he went, he was wise. Simeon amounted to nothing. Reuben amounted to nothing. Are you still with me? But all this blessing came from their parents as they were pronounced upon them and they had a generational impact. Rebecca. When she made the decision to follow Eliezer, we were not there. His David was not there. Joshua was not there. But when she made that decision, she unlocked a generational blessing. I say, Lord, some of the things that we have made, decisions that we have made, they may not look popular, they may not look wise, But brother, they have unlocked a generational blessing. What special thing did Rebecca do? She simply said, will you go with this messenger? Yes, Yes, I will go with this messenger. It unlocked a blessing. Now tell me, 2022. In a generation that is very vile, evil, that does not worship God, a generation where everything is a joke, Everything is a mimi. A generation that is very skeptical. But in this generation, we made a conscious decision that there is a messenger of the
2: hour. His name is William Brenham. And we're going to follow his
0: message 24-7. When they made jokes about him, we didn't leave him. When they rejected him, we didn't reject him. When they made fun of him, we didn't make fun of him. You want to tell me that there is no blessing attached to that? Are you with me, brethren? William Brennan is no longer here. What keeps his message alive, yes, is God, but without God, it cannot be kept alive. There are men and women that are living this message. Yes. Is there William Brenham in Wheatbank? Yes. Who are people believing the message in Wheatbank? Who are keeping the message alive in Wheat Bank? These are the people. Yes. Do you want to tell me, motherfuckers, that that cannot unlock a blessing? Yes. If it unlocked a blessing for Rebecca it must unlock a blessing here today. And as the relatives of Rebecca prophesied, and said, Rebecca, thou art our sister. Proximity. Thou art our sister, but be thou the mother of thousands of millions. And they spoke to a damsel. Let thy seed possess the gates of its enemies. Tonight by God's grace, or this morning by God's grace, to this bunch of people. And here is a question one more time. Here is a man, he's sent by his master, he's looking for the bride, will you go with this man? Are you here, church? They asked the Thompson and inquired at her mouth, will you go with this man? She said, yes, I will go. It was a clear-cut decision. And I say, here is Malachi for William Brennan in the end time, sent by his messenger, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's looking for the bride. Will you go with this man? I will ask one more time. Here is a messenger, we don't know where he comes from. He's got no credentials, he's not educated, but he's here in our house. He's looking for a bride for his master. Will you go with this man? Are you with me here this morning?
2: And if the answer is yes, and if the answer is a clear cut answer, Rebecca, thou art our sister,
0: this morning you, I'm talking about you, my brother, I'm talking about you, my sister, be thou. As it was said to Rebecca, now I want to apply to you. Every blessing that is attached to this message may never go past you. Amen. 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 Every blessing that is attached to this message may never go past you. Every power that is attached to this message may never go past you. Every victory that is attached to this message may never go past you. I'm talking to you this morning. Every blessing that is included. As a minister of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. I want to make a pronouncement.
2: I want to make a declaration. I want to make a proclamation. I want to make an announcement.
0: Because you have decided to go with this man. Every gate made open for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I am making... Oh, Who's got more authority, an angel in heaven or an angel behind the pulpit? Amen. I am in my post of duty. And let me make this Let me make bold announcements. Whatever you have desired, whatever you have prayed for, whatever you have wished for, in the name of Jesus Christ, under the authority of the word of God, receive it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. I want to dislocate the David from his position. I want to subdue the devil. You are waiting for an
2: approval for that thing. Hallelujah. Whatever we bound here shall be bound there. Whatever we set free here
0: shall be set free here. Right now. Right now. We approve it.
2: We are prophets. We are proving in the name of Jesus Christ.
0: Every sickness, every sickness in your family, the great
2: physician is here. Dr. Jesus is here. Every sickness now in the building is the dead
0: heal. Every sickness
2: is declared healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Every every marriage, every marriage in the building that the devil has targeted
0: in the name of Jesus Christ, that marriage is restored.
2: I said, That marriage is restored. Hallelujah. Every womb. Every womb that the enemy
0: closed, in the name of Jesus Christ, we open that womb. In the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Every business, every business that is struggling, I am saying, let there be life there. Let there be life there. In the name of Jesus Christ. It's not a sermon. I am making pronouncements. I am making pronouncements. In the name of Jesus Christ. May this church. May this church Whatever it faces Whatever challenges Whatever obstacles May it rise And conquer every demon And conquer every demon In the name of Jesus Christ Are you here this morning? Are you here this morning? Every visitor that is here this morning I don't care where you come from. I don't care whether you understood me. But in the name of Jesus Christ, whatever you want
2: as a visitor, yes. I give it to you. Yes. Hallelujah.
1: Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah! 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 Yes. Consess the gates of your enemies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bring the devil and the subjection. Yes. Hallelujah! Glory be to God Glory be to God Every demon Every demon
0: Is defeated Every demon is defeated
2: As every demon is defeated Go on your way You are forgiven Go on your way You are healed Go on your way you are victorious.
0: Yeah. Go on your way. Yeah. Satan is nothing. Yeah. Satan is nothing. Yeah.
2: Satan is nothing. Yeah. He's under our feet. He is nothing. You are defeated, Satan. You are defeated.
0: Go on our sister Rebecca. Hey, God, that was sister. Yes. God bless you, church. Amen. I say God bless you, church. God bless you, church. It's a blessing that I say. God bless you. Amen. Say, I'm blessed. I, am blessed. I am
1: blessed. I am 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 blessed. I am
2: blessed. Say it until you believe it! Hallelujah! like to appreciate you this afternoon father for coming and revealing yourself unto us oh father lord we accept we receive oh Father God, lord that which you have proclaimed unto us father and lord we know that an angel behind a pulpit lord is far more stronger and more equipped for the lord than an angel that is in heaven oh god and Lord, that's why you gave us a pastor Is an angel, Father, for a church, oh God. And Lord, how we open our hearts, oh Father God, Lord. How we reap, how we harvest, how we take every blessing, Lord, that has been proclaimed upon us, Father. We take our health, oh God. We take for the God, Lord everything, Father. Everything, oh God, that has been named, Lord, in this house this morning, oh Father. For we have come for the Lord not to be. People that are being pitted, at, Lord, but we have come for the whole Lord to raise over the whole Lord from the standard that we were with on Father when we came before we came to church, oh Lord. Yes. And as we have been here, Lord Jesus, Father, we came for the whole Lord because there was a meeting, Father. There was something that we had arranged for us of the whole Lord, Lord. That's why we left our houses for the whole Lord. Some of us for the whole Lord, we don't even know how we got here, Father. But our hearts were just telling us to come to church, oh God, because there was something better, Lord. Because there was something for the Lord, more powerful Lord, that you had in store for us, oh Father, and oh my God and my Father, how we thank you for the Lord! For today, Heaven Father has remembered us, oh God, and Heaven Father has walked the Lord. On two feet, Father. He had larger seven acres, the God, Lord. And my God and my Lord, Father, how we appreciate you, Father God, Lord. We give you honor. We give you glory, Father. For you are the same God yesterday, today, and forever. We have seen how you blessed the house of Judah. How you blessed the house of Joseph, Father God, Lord. And Father, we stand shoulder to shoulder with the house of Judah this morning. We stand shoulder to shoulder with the house of Joseph this morning, Lord. And we know because you blessed Rebecca we are the seeds of Rebecca father and we partake of the blessing father that came that comes father from the house and from the seed that Rebekah gave forth o oh Lord. We thank you for the Lord. May you remember also our dear pastor, for the Lord. He was laboring, blessing us, Father. And us in return, Lord, we want to equip him, Lord. We want to bless him back, for the Lord. For we know, Father, the Lord, that even as he uttered unto us, Father, we uttered the same blessings to him and his family, Father. May they be blessed, for the Lord. And may you keep on raising the standard, Father, of the message of the hour here in Whitbeck, Father. An the May you keep on talking. May you keep on feeling yourself under us, Father God, Lord. For we have received the word of the truth, Father. And may we preserve that word, oh, Father God, Lord. We thank you, Father. Be with us this week, Lord. And the whole days that are laid before us, Father God, Lord. May we be able, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father, to hold true to the blessing that came upon us this afternoon, oh, Father. We thank you, my God, my Lord. Bless us as we go home. May you possess for us the seed and the gates of the enemy, O oh, God. We pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. amen.
1: take us to-